Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Encountering God with Tom and Sarah. I am your host, Tom and Sarah. Now, our ministry is totally uh, supported by donations from those who listen. And if you'd like to donate, there's uh, you can go to paypal.me forward slash T and Sarah. You can go to Venmo, which is the at sign Tom dash and Sarah or Cash App and a dollar sign Tom and Sarah. If you'd like to donate, basically what we do, we write books. We uh, we also are starting a radio station here pretty soon. And also we travel around the world trying to um, <clears throat> just minister the gospel in different areas of the world. And if you'd like to be a part of that, feel free to donate. Um, yeah, so enjoy. If you have any comments, go ahead and email me at Tom and Sarah Ministries at gmail.com. God bless you. So I want to talk about today, um, we're going back to Isaiah 55, and I'm reading out of the Passion Translation, and this is called The Reason Why God Revives His Bride, okay? <clears throat> he says, listen, are you thirsty for more? <clears throat> Excuse me. Come to the refreshing waters and drink. Even if you have no money, come buy and eat. Yes, come and buy all the wine and milk you desire. It won't cost you a thing. Why spend your hard-earned money on something that can't nourish you or work so hard for something that can't satisfy you? Uh, so listen carefully to me and you'll enjoy a sumptuous feast, delighting in the finest of food. Pay attention and come closer to me and hear that your total being may flourish. I will enter into an everlasting covenant with you and show you the same faithful love that I showed David. See, I made him a witness to the nations, an example of leadership as prince and commander of peoples. Look, you will summon nations you've never heard of. Nations who uh, have never heard of you will come running to follow you because Yahweh your God, the Holy One of Israel, has glorified you. Um, and then he says, seek the Lord Yahweh when he makes himself approachable. Call upon him when you sense he is near. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so in this, and I, and I want to just share briefly about it. Um, you know, God does this stuff for us. He does it because he loves nations. He has it in his heart to, to, to love nations. Now, can you imagine having yourself be revived in the spirit as the bride of Christ, you are revived. And, and what is the outcome of that is that nations follow you to him. Nations follow you to the master. Nations follow you to Jesus. It's so important uh, that, that we get this in our hearts. Um, and how do we do that? Uh, and then verse six of that chapter says, uh, seek the Lord while, he, may, while um, he makes himself approachable and call on him while he is near. Um, and, and that's really how we come into revival. Now, a lot of people think that revival is when the church gets full. And I have news for you. Revival is not when the church gets full. Revi you know, revival is when society is changed, uh, people get saved and fall in love with Jesus. That is what revival looks like. Um, yes, some aspects of it is that the church gets full, uh, but I always point back to Azusa Street and I point back to um, um, Evan Roberts in the, um, in the Welsh revival. The churches were already full in Wales, and the thing that brought revival 
was uh, Evan Roberts praying uh, Lord Bend Me and, and singing the song Here Is Love. Uh, he did that for the two and a half years, excuse me. Shameless plug. Um, <clears throat> and so he had this um, this power in prayer and people would would fall on their face before God. You know, Charles Finney, if you've heard the story of Charles Finney in upstate New York, he would go to places, uh, he would have Father Nash uh, lead, um, Father Nash would go before him and pray, and uh, and then he would go into factories, he would go on the streets, and revival would break out. He would have a, uh, it wasn't like people getting saved was easy back then either. People would have to, like, some people would spend two days on their face seeking their salvation. But that was a breakthrough for what we experience today when people in a moment can get saved. And <clears throat> what we're, what we're um, battling here uh, in our society, it's not really a battle, but it's like a, we're, we're, we are the forerunners or the trailblazers for healing that is going to pour out upon the nations um, that will come as quick and as easy as salvation does. Now, yeah. I don't think we should water down the gospel at all. I, you know, I want to make that very clear. I want to make it very clear we don't water down the gospel. But at the same time, we make it available for everyone. And, and we just preach the word and God takes care of the rest. That's just how he is. And, and I just love how he says that the nations will follow you because of God. You nations will follow you because of God and you will influence nations because of the Lord. Um, <clears throat> you know, here at Bethel, you know, uh, we have a lot of people from literally all over the world that come to uh, to take part of the movement that is here, this movement of God of just glorifying Him and honoring Jesus. And these people come literally from all over the world, from, you know, almost every country of the world. They come to experience the move of God and to get a touch of God that they can bring back to their nations. Uh, I do not believe, and I'm an evangelist, so I do not believe that the, that uh, you need to come into the church and stay. What you need to do is come into the church, get equipped, and then go from there. Excuse me for a second. <coughs> so <clears throat> you recognize that there is a a power and a grace that God wants to pour out on you in this moment, in this season, in this time, to change nations for him. That's why he says, come and drink. <clears throat> if you don't have any money, come to the come to the water and drink. And uh, come to the Holy Spirit and drink of the Holy Spirit. Come to the well that never runs dry and, and, and drink of the Holy Ghost. Drink of the Lord Jesus. Drink of him and and and, and receive him and move in his glory. And in his might. And you don't have to worry about stuff. Um, <clears throat> I, I literally believe that, that revival is, is about to break forth. Um, you know, I, I had a promise from the Lord that there's going to be a billions soul revival. And, um, and to me, that's at least two billion because it's plural. So when you get those, that many people here, we need to be prepared for it. So we prepare for revival. What does that look like? I, you know, <clears throat> it just comes, Psalm 27, 8 says, The Lord said, Seek my face, and my soul cried out, Your face, Lord, I will seek. And um, 
Let's see. I want to read this verse again because it's really, really cool. He says, Seek the Lord when he makes himself approachable. Call upon him when you sense he is near. The wicked need to abandon their ways and the sinful ones need to banish uh, every evil thought. That's why we approach the Lord. We approach the Lord so that the wicked will abandon their ways, whatever that looks like. <clears throat> and so and so that's what we have to do. Look, you will summon nations you've never heard of. That's so good. Nations who have never heard of you will come running to follow you because of your God, the Holy One of Israel, has glorified you. And how do we get the uh, how do we get God to glorify uh, to be glorified is to seek him and 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 seek him uh, with all of our hearts. He says, if you seek me, you will find me. If you search for me with all of your heart. He says that he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. It's not a, it, 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 it's, it's not a um, suggestion, I don't believe. It's an invitation for us. We can seek him. And, and, and seeking him looks different for me than it does for you. Uh, I remember playing hide and seek with the kids, even when I was a child. We used to play hide and seek, and everybody was seeking differently than the other person. It was it was crazy. <clears throat> some people would look to the left first. Some people would look to the right first. Some people would look behind the tree or under the couch or whatever. And um, and God um, God honors those who seek Him. He says, "Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be open to you." And when you recognize that, you know, obviously the word is keep asking, keep seeking, and keep search, uh, keep um, um, knocking. But <clears throat> I noticed and I learned that when if you're asking and you're not getting an answer, you're probably asking the wrong question. Um, <clears throat> so we need to we need to find out what the right question is, and that's what we talk to the Lord about when we're seeking and they're not in, and 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 uh, what we're looking for is not in one place. We go to the next place, and, and, and it's there. You keep seeking, and you don't keep banging your head against the wall, so to speak, if it's not opening. You, you go to the place where it's open, so you knock on the door. I've shared this story. I used to work door-to-door um, <clears throat> -to -door on a number of things. We, I sold vacuum cleaners door-to-door. -door. I sold bottled water door-to-door. -door. And uh, one of the things that was amazing was that if nobody was at one door, I would wait 30, uh, actually, I would wait 45 seconds, I would knock twice, wait 45 seconds, and if they weren't home, I'd go to the next door, and I would go to the next door. Eventually, somebody was home, okay? And that's what you go for, that's what you look at, and that's what you cry out for, and you just keep seeking the Lord. Lord, I'm going to seek you until I find you. I will seek you until I find you. <clears throat> You're you know, seek the Lord while he may be found, while he is approachable. Yeah, call upon him when he is near. Now, having said this, I want to go to another facet of life, and that is the pause, P-A-U-S-E. That is the pause. God is in your pause. If your life is in a pause today, you're not being punished, okay? The Bible says in Isaiah, he says, there's darkness in the, tre there's treasure in the darkness and there's wealth in the waiting. And remember, it was Jesus that was led by the Holy Spirit into the wilderness. It's not a place of punishment. 
<clears throat> the Bible also says in, in Hebrews chapter 4 that we would be diligent to enter his rest. One of the things I'm learning, I used to work in radio, but one of the things that I'm learning is to be patient um, <clears throat> when I'm talking. Wait for the Holy Spirit. God is in the pause, you know, and you just have to find him. That's it. You just got to find him. God is in the pause. Where are you? There are times when I will stop now. In radio, you have this thing called dead air, and you don't want to do that you know, on, on a radio because nobody can see you. Nobody knows what you're doing. They think the radio fell off and then people just switch the station. But in real life, what you can do is you recognize that there is a pause that God brings about. He brings a pause in your life. He brings a pause in what you're saying. And God does incredible things in that moment. Like right now, I sense the Holy Spirit. So I'll just pause and honor him. And that's what we need to do. <clears throat> and the thing is, he's bringing nations and they will follow you because you glorify Jesus and you bring people to Jesus. Amen. Well, that's all that we're going to do today. Uh, we're going to take tomorrow off, tomorrow Sunday. And um, <clears> then <throat> we'll pick it up again on Monday. So God bless you guys and you have a great day. And just remember that the, you keep seeking him and the nations will follow you to follow him. God bless you.